This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Spears. Back with an update, just some some Colts news updates, things that I've been hearing, some chatter in the world of the Indianapolis Colts. First and foremost, I want to thank you guys for listening. appreciate all the new subscribers to the For the Culture Podcast and all the new followers that have followed Luke and I on Twitter, we really appreciate all of our listeners, all of our subscribers. You guys are the best. Um, we've we've noticed an uptick in the last month or so, and we just I just wanted to publicly thank all those new people that have subbed to us, subscribe uh, you know subscribed to us, and also followed us on Twitter and have been uh, you know really you know great in the comment section of our videos and just making a, a really interactive community and and helping grow our our brand and and the podcast we appreciate you guys i definitely wanted to touch on that before i got into the cold stuff uh we certainly don't take that for granted and we appreciate every new subscriber and every new follower we get on twitter um because that's that's how we grow the brand so you guys just keep doing what you're doing we love you appreciate your support and it never goes unnoticed so just wanted to, just wanted to open up with that um, as far as, 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 uh, the personnel on our roster goes, we're going to do an in-house video about free agency and the, and our in-house free agents. One guy we'll touch on though, on this show, and Luke actually tweeted this out, I think yesterday or maybe earlier today, uh, is Xavier Rhodes and his people, his, his agent are continuing to meet with Chris Ballard. Uh, the tone of those negotiations, no, ne- the tone of those negotiations are very positive. Uh, going, uh, you know, in a going at an expedient rate, going in the right direction, whatever you want to say. Obviously, there's no guarantee it gets done, but I still believe when you've got two sides that really want something to happen, it gets done. So, I might be wrong on that. You know, and that maybe it ends up not happening, and maybe he gets to free agency, and some other team offers him an insane amount of money that the Colts just can't match. That's certainly possible, but until then, the Colts are definitely working their butts off trying to get him back uh, for, you know, the foreseeable future because he's earned that, and he's played. He played. I thought he was our best corner last year, and I thought he played outstanding football and certainly earned. Uh, another deal with us and uh, I'm hoping maybe a two-year deal or something like that can get worked out uh, with with Xavier because I think he's a big part of what we do and so uh, certainly things are as Chuck would say things are trending in the right direction with him and hopefully that can get done before uh, the start of free agency because obviously that's the big day and that's when uh, then that's when everybody can get involved Um, JJ Watt Another hot topic that that I've talked about this week. Uh, The last that I was told, um, there's about six teams involved. The Colts are one of them. Um, They want the Colts are very interested. They they want to sign him. Uh, They want to. uh, JJ Watt is one thing I like about JJ Watt. He's very diligent and he's he's taking his time. He wants to make sure that he is finding the right spot to end his career because this is probably his last contract depending on how many years or whatever but he wants to make sure it's the right place for him now uh i think he would love indianapolis but i think at the end of the day it's going to come down to feel you know how he feels the 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 comfortability you know money obviously is going to be a big thing and i've heard 
you know, $15, $16 million, which, you know, I don't know if, if Chris Bauer is willing to do that, but he, I mean, he certainly, he's certain, certainly being aggressive in pursuing him. So I would think that, you know, if he's going to go that route, he'll go that route. But um, I do know this. Um, the Colts are certainly pursuing it in an aggressive, pursuing him in an aggressive manner. But when there's five teams, you know, five other teams, maybe more than that involved, you know, it's it's going to be tough, and and it's going to be a tough market because so many people want this guy. So, you know, are you asking me in the end if I think we get J.J. Watt? Probably not. But for me, it's the aggressiveness and going out there and saying, hey, we know this is a need. This is something we have to get better at. This is a position we're deficient at. We have to add talent. And the Colts just going after him in itself shows me how serious they are about, you know, really remaking the defensive end position on this roster. I do think they are going to sign an elite pass rusher, and I think they're going to draft one. They have to get better at that position, and I think they will. So that's my thoughts on on J.J. Watt. It's not over till it's over. So until he signs, I still believe the Colts are in it. But in the end, do I think he signs with the Colts? Probably not. Um, so... That's where we're at with those guys. Um, you know, Reich had his his presser today, wasn't allowed to talk to or Reich had his presser today and wasn't allowed to specifically talk about Wentz, so there wasn't much that came out of that. Um, so the, no new news there. Uh, you know, the whole number fiasco is going on this week. Uh, you know, Luke will get into that in the wrap up show, the weekly wrap up show coming up. He'll get into all this stuff, but um, you know, I just kind of wanted to go through what, I, what I've heard and, and some of the things that I've been told about upcoming free agents. Um, so one of the guys I know the Colts are really high on and really like a lot at edge is Trey Hendrickson out of, I mean, he's, he's playing with New Orleans. He's a free agent. Um, they really like his size. Uh, they like his ability to get to the quarterback, but also his ability to play the run. He was really outstanding this last year. Uh, they certainly are looking, as I stated, to upgrade both defensive end positions. Um, and I think Trey Hendrickson is certainly somebody they're going somebody they're going to pursue actively when March seventeenth uh, comes. And I think that's one of the many guys that they're going to look at. But that's somebody I know that they really like. Um, Allen Robinson, wide receiver, Chicago, another guy uh, they really like, but it, it, it looks like they're going, the Bears are going to tag him. So he's probably not going to be an option. Then there's Chris Godwin from Tampa Bay. That's another guy they like a lot. They like his speed, his ability to stretch the field. I really feel like the Colts, you know, what they want in this free agent class as far as a receiver is somebody that can stretch the field. That you listen to Frank Reich talk about, you know, the way he, you know, likes to run his offense. He likes to have speed, as much speed as possible, all over the field. And that's one thing I feel kind of like we're, we're, you know, when Paris ain't out there, we don't have a lot of speed. Uh, Ty's not what he was, and obviously there's that whole issue as well, um, which I'll get to in a second. But um, I really, I think Godwin is a the guy they like. They like guys that that can uh, stretch the field. So I think. You're going to see the Colts be interested in, in, in speed guys, and and certainly I think in the draft they're going to look at those guys too as well because there's so many guys in this draft I think that are going to be available that are going to be guys that can be game changers for the Colts. So I mean we go into the season, um, you know, you got Paris Campbell, 
elite speed. Then you've got Zach Passel, not a speed guy. Pittman, not a speed guy. Um, you know, so we really kind of have to see what what you know what direction we want to go as far as the draft. But I do think at free agency, it's all about speed. So they want to get productive receivers, and I think Chris Chris Godwin and also Allen Robinson, if he's not tagged, are guys that they're looking at. Uh, Kenny Galladay is another uh, another name I've heard mentioned, but I do think they like the other two more. Um, they prefer the other two. But again, at the end of the day, I, I think Robinson gets tagged, so you're probably going to end up in a bidding war for, for Godwin. So we'll see what happens um, with the receiver position. But I, I, And as far as T.Y. goes, what I've heard is they're going to let him test the market. I think you guys have probably all heard this. Um, they're going to let him test the market, see what he can get, and then if they can match it, they will. And if they think it's too much, he'll, he'll go to another team. I think it's that simple. We all love T.Y., we want him back, but at the end of the day, it's a business, and they're not going to do something stupid that's going to hamstring them. They're, they're trying to get the best players in here. Um, and so if T.Y. goes out there and somebody offers him an insane contract, I mean, the Colts just aren't going to match it. I mean, that's just the way it works. So um, I put I put T.Y. coming back at about 50-50 because I do think there's teams out there that will offer him more money than the Colts think he's worth. So 50-50 there. Uh, haven't heard a lot of chatter about whether or not they're really, you know, working with his uh, agent or how that's going. I think they're just going to let it play out, let him go to free agency and see what happens. So there's that. Um, and then also I've heard Hunter Henry, tight end. They really like. I mean, every. I mean, he's a great player uh, going into his prime. That's a guy that's going to cost him some money. Um, just, but another guy that they they really like that would fit well in this offense. I think I think their pre, their preference is actually probably Ertz because it won't cost as much, um, and he knows the offense and he knows Reich and all that. But again, you know, if they can trade Ertz, it's not going to be the Colts. The Colts aren't giving up enough, any more draft capital. Not for Zach Ertz. They're they're going to wait for him to be released. So. Um, if he gets released, then I like the Colts' chances, and I then they I think they go away from Hunter Hunter Henry because of the price tag mainly, um, and and also the familiarity with what we're doing and all the other things. But if that doesn't happen, and let's say uh, Ertz gets traded, I do think the Colts are certainly interested in Hunter Henry. That's what I've heard, been told. They will certainly be aggressive in pursuing him. Uh, again, a lot of these things come down to the numbers and the, what teams are willing to give him and years and all that and up, upfront money and all that stuff is very important. But right now we're just talking about interest, and I know they have that. So that's where we're starting. I mean, we're talking about, you know, a month from now or whatever. So it's still you're just, you're just gaining interest, and, and then once the thing starts, you go from there and you see where you are. So uh, they definitely have interest in Hunter Henry. I think that should make Colt fans happy. He's a very good player, and uh, we'll see how that see how that plays out. Um, last two guys are interesting. Patrick Peterson, cornerback from the Cardinals. Um, I think they're looking at him as an option if Xavier Rhodes ends up somewhere else. Me personally, I wouldn't mind having him as our number two corner um, outside with, uh, you know, Rhodes. Because, I mean, we really... Rock really struggled. We don't know what we have in Marvell Tell. We don't know if Kerry's going to come back. So I, I know they're really interested in Peterson. They like him a lot. They think he can still play. Um, I was told it was more of a contingency plan if if X leaves. But for me, I'd almost be willing to be like, you know what? 
sign this guy to a two-year deal, we're trying to win now, and then signs X to a two-year deal, and those are your two outside corners. Then you got Kenny Moore inside, and then maybe you re-sign uh, Carey to be kind of a jack-of-all-trades. Maybe you trade Rock for a pick. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I doubt it. I don't think he would do that, but maybe you consider it. Um, then you got Marvell Tell. So, I mean, there's a lot of options there. Um, again, there's gonna be. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of teams you know, that want Patrick Peterson's services, but, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I like Patrick Peterson. I always have. I know he's not as good as he once was, but he wouldn't have to be the number one corner on this team. He could be the number two corner. And so, um, we'll see what happens with that. I, I, I mean, you know, it's, it's way early in the game, but I'm trying to get you guys as much information as I can. And I know you hate hearing this, but things, I mean, things change, things are fluid and thing, and that's, they don't ever, nothing stays stagnant in the NFL. So, um, that's where we're at, you know, as far as with the, the cornerback stuff and, and with, with, you know, interest in players. Um, another guy I was told was Sheldon Rankins, a former, uh, New Orleans Saint plays defensive tackle. Uh, I, they are interested in him, but I've had. Plenty of people point this out to me, and I totally agree. He's going to want to start, and he's not going to start on this team. There's nowhere for him to start on this team. Our starters are Buckner and, and Stewart, and there's no question about that. I think the Colts wanted him more as a guy that could maybe you know, come in for either one of those guys, give him, give him some, some, uh, some rest as maybe a rotational piece. Um, and again, interest doesn't – their interest in a player doesn't mean it's – you know, there's the player has interest in, in coming here. I'm just telling you what the Colts staff, as far as I know, the players that they've, you know, sa said they are interested in. Um, I, I obviously think Rankins probably ends up somewhere else because he's a starting. He's 27 years old. He's still a really good, solid player, and I'm sure somebody looks at him as a starter. But that can't. That doesn't stop the Colts from having interest in the guy. And and who knows? I mean. Maybe they have a plan that I don't know about, but this is just what I was told, and so we'll see what happens. Um, so that's really the update, guys. I mean, uh, I'm just—I know I'm not going to be right about all this stuff, and things are going to change. And I don't claim to be a hundred percent on everything, and I don't want people to, you know, get into that like you know. I, I want—I do want you to trust me. You know, I want you to feel like you're getting. Um, the best information because I feel like you are, I'm getting it from good sources. But what I'm saying is even when you have good sources, things change a lot. So I, I this is almost more for entertainment because I feel like there's so much that's going to change between now and March 17th. And I want to be upfront with you guys about that. But at the same time, I'm just going to tell you what I'm hearing. So, you, you know, you, you're, you're getting some kind of a Colts fix and you're hearing something is going on or you're hearing some kind of information coming out of West 56th Street. So um, if I had to go down the list of these players, I think Hendrickson is legit. I think they're really I think they're really going to when he hits free agency, I think they're going to go after him. I think if if uh, the, obviously if they don't get roadside, I think they legitimately will go after Peterson. I think Rankins is a pipe dream, uh, just because he wants to start. I think Henry's probably going to be too expensive. I think Ertz is probably the more likely thing there. Um, and then as far as receivers go, I still think they're going out and they're getting one. I don't know who it's going to be. I think Godwin might be out of their price range because there's going to be so many guys that want him, so many teams that want him. But they are I. Above all else, one thing I will tell you, 
from what I've learned about th this offseason. They are attacking their needs, all of them, whether it be OT, defensive end. They, they, they are, they're doing their due diligence. They are going to go out and they're going to go after people. They're going to try to be aggressive and, and, and from the jump, um, in most cases with, uh, TY, I think that's the one case they're not going to be super aggressive. They're going to let the market kind of play out and then make a decision and go from there. But as far as trying to upgrade the talent on the defensive line, no question the defensive ends are the weak spot. They've got to fix that. Ballard will 100% attack that in the draft and in free agency. I expect a player, you know, a big-time pass rusher to be signed. I expect a really good one to be drafted. I think you'll see a different group of players at that position next year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Obviously, Rhodes is a high priority. But I do think you're going to see, you know, what I'm saying come true, that they're going to be hyper-aggressive in free agency and try to get these guys. I mean, you're already seeing with J.J. Watt. They went after him. Um, you know, and, and again, we still may end up with them. Who knows? Things change on a, on a daily basis, but, um, I just want to give you guys an update, let you know where we stand, give you some little caveats, some tidbits of news that I've been hearing and, uh, we'll see what happens. A lot can happen over a month. And if I hear any changes or any more guys or, you know, any more options that are out there that they're talking about, you know, I'll come, I'll jump right on here and I'll give you Give you what I'm hearing. Not always going to be right, but I'll tell you what I'm hearing. 